Good evening, Jets fans, and welcome once again to the Barry and the Jets podcast, brought to you by Blowout New York Salon by Coochie Vega in New Rochelle, New York. This is Barry Rogers, once again, this time with a happy recap, as the late, great Bob Murphy used to say. The Jets go into Denver, and just like last year, come out of Denver with a win, 31-21 to over the Denver Broncos. This is a big one. This is a big one. The Jets had to win this game, and they did. They came through. You could say they survived this game, but they won. That's all that matters, and they needed this one. They'll be going up against a big big opponent, a tough opponent next week in Philadelphia. I'll get to that later. But as for this game, it started off kind of so-so. Denver won the coin toss, deferred to the Jets. The Jets really couldn't do anything on their opening possession. Punted the ball to Denver. And what? Look, guess what? Marvin Mims muffed the punt, and the Jets actually recovered a fumble or a muff, technically. Something that they have had trouble doing lately. That This goes all the way back to last season, but they did it this time. So they keep the ball first and 10 on a first and 10 on their on Denver's 20 yard line. Zach Wilson completed a pass to Alan Lazard, giving them a first and goal at the 10. But the drive stalled on third and goal. Lazard was called for a false start. Jets had to settle for a 36 yard field goal by Greg Zerline, giving them a three to nothing lead. It was their first time scoring in the first quarter of this season and their first lead in regulation this season. So now Denver on the ensuing possession, a couple of highlights of that draft. On a third and eight, Russell Wilson rushed for 17 yards, giving them a first down. Then on the second and eight, a couple of plays later, Jaleel McLaughlin, who had a pretty big game, rushed for 38 yards giving them a first down, putting them at the Jets' 17. Then we had a couple of penalties, the first one by Denver for holding, the second one by the Jets on illegal contact by C.J. Mosley. Then following that, Wilson completed a 22-yard touchdown pass to McLaughlin. McLaughlin bobbled the ball but was able to maintain possession and ran it right in for a touchdown, the extra point giving them the lead now at 7-3. Jets take over. They were able to get one first down on first and 10. Wilson completed a screen pass to Brees Hall for 17 yards, but that drive was stalled when Becton was called for a false start on a third and one. Killed that drive, and then turning into a third and six, the Jets didn't convert. So now the they punted to Denver. Denver's deep into their own territory. And then Al Woods, Russell Wilson back to pass in the end zone. Al Woods hits him. Russell Wilson tried to throw the ball away, got called for intentional grounding in the end zone, and that is a safety. Jets did that. This is the second week in a row the Jets did that, that they got a safety that way. So now the Jets are a little closer. They're now trailing 7-5. to five. Hmm. Again, these baseball scores with this team. I don't know. Then on the after the free kick to the Jets, 
On a first and 10 on their own 33, Nick Borden got called for holding, turning it into a first and 20. And then Wilson got sacked by Benito. And then third and 21, he got sacked again, this time by Zach Allen and fumbled the ball. He recovered it this, he recovered it though. So that drive went nowhere after after the uh, the muff punt by by um, I'm sorry after the after the safety and then the free kick that that drive went nowhere. So Denver now has the ball. A couple of highlights: first and ten on their 43. Wilson Russell completed a 25-yard pass to Samaje Pirine, giving them a first down. Then on the on first and ten on the Jets 32, it was an incompletion, but Michael Carter II actually might have gotten away with pass interference. So that was a no call. That actually worked in the Jets' favor. How often have we seen that? <laughs> Never. Then on a third and four on the Jets 26, Russell Wilson rushed 21 yards, giving them a first down, putting them up the Jets five-yard line. That, clo- that play closed out the first quarter. Second quarter, on first and goal, the, the 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 Broncos couldn't do anything with it, really. First and goal, they lost two yards. On the second and goal, Mosley stopped Pirine at the five-yard line for only a two-yard gain. And then on the third and six, Wilson was stopped at the line of scrimmage by Quinnen Williams for no gain. So now they had to settle for a 23-yard field goal by Will Lutz, extending their lead to 10 to 5. And then the Jets took over on a drive that featured mainly Brees Hall, but the entire running game. First and 10, Hall ran 19 yards for a first down. A couple of plays later, second and five at their 49, Hall again for 16 yards in a first down. First and 10 on the 35 now, Denver's 35. Russell Wilson on a play action, nobody was open, ended up running, he picked up nine yards. Second and one at the 26. Dalvin Cook had a decent game, six yard run for a first down. First down. Couple of plays after that, second and six at the 16, Brees Hall again, seven yard run for a first down. So Jets are grounding and pounding on this drive. Then a couple of plays later on a third and on the third and goal, they're at Denver's eight. Zach threw an incompletion intended for Garrett Wilson, but you looked at that play, if if Zach had been able to lead Garrett with the pass, he would have hit him for a touchdown. Wilson was moment Garrett was momentarily open, but Zach didn't lead him with the pass, went for an incompletion. Jets get a field goal, 26-yarder. They're getting closer now, 10 to 8. Zerline had five field goals in this game, by the way. That was the second one. Now it's Denver's ball. A couple of plays, a couple of highlights. On a second and eight, at their own 27, Quincy Williams got an unnecessary roughness penalty, giving Denver a first down. Then on the very next play, the Jets were penalized again for having too many men on the field. Basically, three guys were trying to get off the field at the same time, and none of them could do it in time. So, um, so that kept that drive alive. Then on the second and 10 at the Jets 45, 
Jaleel McLaughlin again rushed for 21 yards, giving them a first down. Then on second and four, a couple of plays later, they're at the 18 now. P. Ryan rushed for eight yards, giving them a first down. Now they're in the red zone. On a third and goal on the Jets' nine, screen pass. Russell completed a screen pass to Mims, Marvin Mims, but he was immediately shut down by C.J. Mosley on a good play. Only gained four yards in that, so they're short of the first down. Will Lutz, 22-yard field goal this time. Lead is extended again, 13-8. to eight. Then this drive that that closed out the first half by the Jets. Uh, there was some. There was a couple of highlights here. It, it was like just a little over, maybe a little under a minute left. On a second and three on their own 32, Zach completed a 12-yard pass to Garrett Wilson, giving them a first down. A couple of plays later on a second and 10 on their 44, Zach completed to Lazard for 10 yards, first down. Second and four, completion to Uzama for a first down. On that play, two of their offensive linemen got hurt, Elijah Vera Tucker and Makai Becton. Becton would come back, Vera Tucker didn't. Second and one now on the 25th, Zach to Lazard, 12 yards. First down, first and 10 on the 13th, Zach to Uzama. Five yards, clock is ticking, 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 ticking. And they don't get to the line of scrimmage in time. They they just had no urgency getting the ball to the line of scrimmage, getting the team to the line of scrimmage. They just let it run out and the clock runs out, ending the first half before they had a chance to spike the ball to get one more play. That is just unacceptable. There's just no excuse for that. That was terrible clock management to close out the first half. I, I just I just sat there saying, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Again, unacceptable. One, one thing they have to work on, clock management, because that was just terrible. So now it's halftime. It's halftime at the game, halftime at my podcast. Time to tell you about my sponsor, Blowout New York Salon by Cucci Vega. At her new location, 90 Nardazi Place, New Rochelle, New York, Suite 106. Check out her work. Book an appointment online at blowoutnewyorksalon.com. Call 646-226-9408. Coochie, as I say, week after week after week, is the master colorist and hair cutter. She's... A whiz at blowouts, colors, haircuts from men and women, keratin treatments, balayage treatments, extensions, whatever you want, she can do it. Again, check out her work and see for yourself. BlowoutNewYorkSalon.com and book an appointment online while you're there or call the number once again, 646-226-9408. That's Blowout New York Salon by Coochie Vega, 9090 Nardazi Place, N-A-R-D-O-Z-I, Suite 106 in New Rochelle, New York. Experience the ultimate at Blowout New York Salon. And again, tell them Barry if Barry and the Jets sent you. Okay, now we're beginning the 
second half of the game and my podcast. Denver, again, they deferred. So now they got the opening kickoff of the second half and they went three and out. Great performance by the defense there. So now the Jets on the ensuing possession and Brees Hall with the handcuffs off, no longer on the pitch count, as as Coach Robert Sala calls it. One play, boom, 72-yard run for a touchdown. That was a great play. Jets take the lead with the point after touchdown, 15-13. to All right, we have the lead again, and the Jets would not give the lead up again. That's important. When Denver took over on the ensuing possession, they got called for holding on on the first and 10, giving them a first and 20 on their own 15-yard line. A couple of plays later, on the third and 12, Sauce Gardner breaks up a pass attempt by Wilson. Beautiful play there. Jets get another defensive stop. Xavier Gibson, who did not have such a great game today, I hope he hope he bounces back for that next week because we're going to need him. Bounce back from that, Xavier. He muffed the punt return, but the Jets recovered it. Thank goodness. So in their ensuing kickoff, ensuing possession, excuse me, they really couldn't do much. Got a, a first down, a couple of first downs on the third and four on Denver's 43. Zach completed a pass to Tyler Conklin for 19 yards. Then a couple of plays later, on the third and five in the 19, he completed a pass to, to Garrett Wilson for 10 yards, for 10 yards and a first down. Um, I stand corrected. They didn't get in the end. Well, on the third and five, a couple of plays later on the five yard line, on Denver's five yard line, Zach Wilson was sacked by Elijah Garcia. He fumbled, but it was recovered by Lake and Tomlinson. So they were driving for a touchdown. And unfortunately, that happened on the third and five, right at the five-yard line. Once again, they settled for a field goal, 27 yards this time, extending the Jets' lead now to 18-13. Then Denver took over. Now, this was big. Second and five on on their own 30-yard line. Jermaine Johnson was being held again and again, no call. It is just amazing how this keeps happening to this team. And the second week in a row, it happens to Jermaine Johnson. He's being held, and they, and they did not throw a flag. On a third and five, Johnson sacked Russell Wilson. So he, he, he got through that time. He was helped out by Bryce Huff on that one. And then on the punt, Gibson muffed it again. This time, Denver recovered. So now, Denver has the ball on the Jets' 39-yard line. On the second and 10, they try to reverse, and Mims couldn't handle the, the pitch. So now they lose it, and the Jets recover. This time it was recovered by Quentin Jefferson. And it was at that moment that I realized, just a little sidelight, the Jets have a Quinnen, a Quincy, and a Quentin. And the Quinnen and the Quincy, of course, are brothers, the Williams brothers, and they have a Quentin. Something about the letter Q with the with this team when it comes to first names. Anyway, 
So now the Jets have the ball again after Denver's mistake. On a second and seven at Denver's 48, Hall rushed for nine yards, giving them a first down to 39. A couple of plays later on the first down, the first down play, Dalvin Cook rushed for nine yards. Then the second and three, Brees Hall, a nine-yard run again, giving them a first down. Becton got hurt again during this drive. He came back, though. He was able to come back. On a first and 20 a few plays later, it was a penalty. Garrett Wilson looked wide open. Looked like he was wide open on a pass attempt by Zach. They showed it there. He was headed towards the corner, and he had a couple of steps on his defender. Zach didn't see him. It was an incompletion. Jet settled for Zero Line's fourth field goal, a 22-yarder. So now it was 21-3, giving them an eight-point lead. That was important. Denver, ensuing possession. First and 10, Bryce Huff with a sack, big sack. They lost six yards on that play. And then on the third down, Russell Wilson was hit again. He was sacked this time by Jermaine Johnson again. He lost the ball. He fumbled, but the ball went out of bounds. So now Denver has to punt. And on this punt, there was a penalty by both teams. Interference with the catch by against Denver and holding against the Jets. The Jets elected to re-kick. They got, got, so now they have the ball. First and 10. First and 10, Zach completed a, on a rollout, a nice rollout pass to Garrett Wilson, a 32-yard pass, putting them at Denver's 40. Garrett had to slide down, practically sit down to make the catch. Again, if Zach had been able to lead him, it could would have gone for even further. But that's okay. I'm not going to quibble over that. It was a nice play, nice 32-yard gain. Then on a third and 10 at the 40, Zach was flushed out of the pocket and ran for nine yards, just came a one yard short of a first down. Out comes their line again, this time kicked a 49-yard field goal, giving them a 24-13 lead, so now it's a two-possession game. And then Denver came back and made it a little close here. A couple of highlights of that graph on the third and 11, third and 11, Russell completed a pass to Jerry Judy for 23 yards. And then a roughing the passer penalty on Bryce Huff added another 15 yards to that. Now, th that penalty, they showed that replay. That penalty, that actually was a legitimate roughing the passer call. It was helmet to helmet. I, I, I was upset that it happened because it tacked 15 yards to the end of the play, but... I wasn't really upset again. That was one roughing the passer call that was legitimate, unfortunately. A couple of plays after that on the second and seven at the 35, Russell Wilson completed a pass to Samaji Piran, giving them a first down at the six. And then now second and goal and Russell Wilson completed a pass to a wide open Adam Trotman for a three-yard touchdown. Wide open. They go for the two-point conversion. 
Mosley sacked Russell Wilson, but it was nullified by a holding penalty by Bryce Huff. Ah. And of course, on the second attempt at the two-point conversion, they got it. Michael Burton ran it in. So now it's 24-21. Now they're a field goal away. On the Jets' ensuing possession on the third and fourth, their own 31, Zach completed a nice pass to Tyler Conklin for a total of 38 yards. And how'd you like Conklin fighting, fighing for those extra yards? And I mean, it had to be about five or six guys trying to pull him down, and they had such a hard time. So Conklin was fighting, fighting, fighting for those extra yards. Went for a 38-yard gain. Now it's first and 10 at Denver's 32. A couple of plays later, third and five at the 27. And then Zach threw his threw an interception. It was intercepted by Patrick Sertain. And he, I said this on Facebook, Sertan, excuse me, however you pronounce it. Sertan got away with a, you could call, some say it was holding, some say it was pass interference. It doesn't matter. They didn't throw the flag either way. Another no call that would have helped the Jets. I mean, everybody saw it. I immediately said holding. I thought it was defensive holding. I said hold. A pass interference would have been better because it would have given the Jets possession right there at the spot instead of a 10-yard penalty. But again, they didn't call anything. And I was screaming at the television and said, holding, holding, waiting for the flag, no flag. So Sertan gets away with a pass interference or holding, depending on your point of view. And now Denver has the ball on the interception. But guess what? Couldn't do with it. The one saving grace is that Denver is now st stuck deep in their own territory with just over two minutes left, and that would hurt them. They did get a couple of first downs on a first and 10 on their own three. Russell completed a 13-yard pass. I'm sorry, second and one at the 12. Excuse me, second and one at the 12. Russell completed a 13-yard pass to Cortland Sutton. On the second and six, Quincy Williams sacked Russ for an eight-yard loss. So getting a little hopeful, but then the next play, third and 15, Wilson completed a pass to Jerry Judy, a 20-yarder, giving them a first down at at the 41-yard line, and you're, uh, it's like you're sweating now. You're sweating, you're thinking, here we go again. But then a couple of plays later, the play of the game, second and 10, Russell Wilson hit by Quincy Williams, fumbles, Recovered by Bryce Hall and returned 39 yards for a touchdown. That's it. Game over. Jets pull out a win in Denver 31-21. A big one. And again, a win they definitely, definitely needed. Some stats here. Got quite a few here. Zach Wilson completed 19 passes out of 26 attempts for 199 yards with an interception, but I said Patrick Sertan got away with a penalty there, whether you want to call it pass interference or holding, but still goes as an interception, but he completed over 70% of his passes, Zach did. So a decent game for Zach today. Brees Hall, again, taking off the pitch count, 
had 22 carries for 177 yards and a touchdown, the big 72-yard run. Garrett Wilson, uh, but Tyler Conklin first, he led in reception. He had four receptions for 67 yards. Garrett Wilson had three receptions for 54 yards. Alan Lazard had a good game, three receptions for 33 yards. Defense, some defensive, and Greg Zerline had five field goals on five attempts. Some defensive stats. C.J. Mosley had a good game, 13 tackles, one pass defense. Quincy Williams had nine tackles and two sacks. Bryce Huff had two tackles and one and a sack. Jermaine Johnson had three tackles and a sack. Sauce Gardner had five tackles and two pass defenses. Michael Carter, the second, had four tackles and a pass defense. Overall, though, the Jets' defense gave up 308 yards. They need to work on that. That is not going to cut it next week against the Eagles. So they need to... They need to work on that. Couple of th- another thing they have to work on, the Jets committed nine penalties for 71 yards in this game after averaging, I believe they said on TV, like four penalties per game. And they committed nine in this game. They, they were a little undisciplined. Again, I, I mentioned this during the preseason. That's not going to cut it next week against the Eagles either. They better clean up, clean that up. Nine penalties, 71 yards, not going to not going to get it done next week. Elijah Vera Tucker, as I mentioned, he left the game with a calf injury and didn't return. He's supposed to have an MRI tomorrow, and um, let's hope and pray that it is nothing serious, that he could come back. This is the second year in a row now that Tucker got hurt in Denver and had to leave the game. Of course, we all know what happened last season. He didn't come back last season. Let's again. Let's hope and pray that he can he can come back this time, because we need him. So again, that's it. Jets pull out a 31-21 victory in Denver. Hmm. They shut Sean Payton up. Thank goodness. So now next week they are home hosting the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. Again, they came close to beating the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs last week. Now let's see what they can do against the Eagles, a team that the Jets have never beaten in their history. They are 0-12 against this Eagles team. I just, for the sake of all of us, most of all, of course, the Jets themselves, I hope the Jets can stop that run and beat this team next week the thing that upsets me the most about that is that for a a lot of those games that the Jets lost to the Eagles the Eagles weren't very good themselves they really weren't and the Jets still couldn't beat them that's what that's what really bothers me about all that so let's hope the Jets can can do it they almost did it against Kansas City last week they did it today against Denver Let's hope they can do it next week at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. If they can do that and go into the bye three and three, I think the Jets will really be making a statement. And then they face the Giants the week after the bye. And I know we were all hoping that the Giants could beat Miami 
today. I don't think any of us thought they really had much of a chance the way they've been going and what has happened to them. I, I just don't understand, but we were hoping they could somehow beat the Dolphins. Couldn't do it. The Bills lost. They went to London to face the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they lost. So that's good. And, of course, New England. Ugh, how did New, how did the Jets lose to New England? They are terrible. They are terrible. I'm glad, Again, they, they got killed today. I'm, I'm glad. But I, I really just don't see how the Jets lost to that team, the way they've been going. I mean, they, they're terrible. Mac Jones is terrible. He was removed from the game again, I understand. So... Uh, the Jets better beat that team the next time they play them. I know they're. I know the, it will be in Foxborough next time, but they should have beaten them a couple of weeks ago at home. I don't know how they just did. How they lost to that team, I just don't. So the Jets have a chance to make a statement here next next week. Not just by making a good showing. They did that against Kansas City. But by beating Philadelphia, they can really, really make a statement. So, again, good win today. Let's move past it. Let's put it in the back burner and let's look ahead to Philadelphia next week. Thank you all for tuning in as always. And again, let's do it, guys. Let's 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 go three and three going into this bye and make a statement. Tell the league that. Even without Aaron Rodgers, we are here. Zach is coming on. Let's see if he can keep it going. Until next week, this is Barry Rogers signing off once again. And as always, I'm all about peace, love, and the New York Jets. And don't let anyone tell you different. Go Jets!